Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. God, I'm glad someone else smelled that. That was disgusting. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of No Idea Yet. Too afraid to ask, too lazy to Google, this is the show for you. We bring up a topic, could be anything, absolutely, literally, absolutely anything, and we discuss what we think we know, and then we go away for a week, have a little Google, come back, and find out how much we didn't know. This week, joining me is Johnny. Hello. And Alistair. Hello. And we will be discussing the topic of diets. So I do not mean just the concept of eating less. And I do not mean just talking about what it is that you eat. (laughs) I'm talking about diet plans. The things that people come up with and they're like, this solves everything, guys. We should be doing no carb gluten up your nose. Or five threes and two eights. So I've got a few questions for you, but we'll start off. Obviously, obviously, we'll start off with main man Jonathan. Hello, Johnny. What would you say is the definition of a diet? Um, It's got just the food that you eat. I don't think there's anything more complicated than that. Just the food that you eat on a daily basis, like over the course of your life. The thing is, it's like. But I have to eat. <laughs> it's just what what's the food that I have to eat and what I choose to eat. I, I, I think it could be diets of being like a, a, a particular type of food you have over a certain period of time. Um, but do you know anything of diet, like a, a country's diet, it's just what food is available at the time. So um, definitely food you eat. But then to go into it, I guess um, you, you're taking more, you're more aware of what food you are eating and putting it even to a point of where you're cataloging it or you know like specifically so choosing it if you have a choice making that choice and probably using it to not to have certain things right because there's a diet yeah. kind of like limiting yourself you've been given 10 options and you say i'm only gonna eat six mm. well that's true yeah because you think diet classically you always think like not eating as much food you know like oh go on a diet don't eat as much food as you were before um and then usually they're always the, the best diet is where it's not a diet it's a lifestyle change you just yeah. I was going to say diet obviously can be a lifestyle as well, right? It can be people mm. identify themselves based on their diet. I'm so. a vegan. Exactly. I'm fit. <laughs> Alistair, can you can you tell me what, what you think of diets? I mean, like maybe you adhere to one. I don't know. What what do you think of diets? Um, yeah. So the one the main one I've done in the last bit that I just basically did for sort of energy levels when I was um, and stuff like that was uh, I tried fruit till noon. For a long time, so I basically what just, yeah. is that? I've never even it's heard of it. Sounds great. Self-explanatory. It's fruit till noon. So what you do is you eat fruit until noon. <laughs> <laughs> can you have a tomato? You can make tomato. Cucumber. A fruit. Yeah, also a fruit. The avocado. one that's game changer when you realise it's a fruit is avocado. Yeah, because avocado is. Yeah. Filling. The whole idea of it is you get the sort of ketosis fasting kind of thing, um, but by oh, wow. just yeah by by eating very easily digestible things throughout the morning. That's the that's the theory. I, I think. think. Hang on a second. Cucumber was pretty groundbreaking when I found out it was a fruit. Cucumber. I used to think cucumber. I just, I just think cranberry for the diet itself because obviously 
avocados yeah. all those sort of healthy fats and things that, okay. so basically you yeah. can get yeah if you make a smoothie with avocado in it it's going to be more like a yogurt texture yeah and it's going to it's going to fill you up in quite a good way so, good. Yeah. so you're from, not allowed any dairy it's just fruit um well like i said i, I did use fruit till noon <laughs> i took it more as like no stodgy foods until noon so that way you're easily digestible things basically so that you can like yeah you know, it makes you really like ready for lunch when it comes like you're ready for <laughs> I, I bet ready for like I, I, first thing i was just like had like Box of like nuts and raisins ready for like midday, and then I, which I know it doesn't sound like very much, but then straight after that, yeah, then it, it, it worked for me because I was basically I was very much a morning person for like, well, I am, I'm a very much a morning person, and so then when I actually got a nine to five job, it was like, ah, oh, <laughs> I need to be awake from the hours of like three till five and not just you know, not just be chill out. So yeah, I um, yeah, basically that was that was the incentive for it. And I'm, okay. I'd read about it in a book, I'd read about some guys who had done it, and they, you know, it sounded quite. I cool. never heard of that. But one. yeah, that's um, but yeah, the, the, my main point i would say on diet which i think is quite interesting which i think we definitely delve into is not the fact that there there's one specific one but the fact that there are so so many and that they all work is just a testament to how like supremely versatile we are and uh, like like i think it's more almost more interesting in some ways to look at the absolutely terrible ones that people survive on <laughs> rather than the mm. super super strict ones that people quote as being like you know as being the best things ever like the ones that are like, one. like you know, people, people live and people can survive on like so, like you know, like mentally, you know, like like, close to eating rocks. Yeah, I mean, the nutritional value of you know, yeah, like most of what it's just crazy to me that yeah, the sheer versatility of because um, I always think that with like of, yeah, of, of humans, basically. You with like vitamins diet. isn't it you always think like oh you know get all your vitamins stuff like that but you know you could probably eat crap for like months and your body will just kind of hack it for a long time you probably feel a lot better when you do get them but like yeah you're saying body's super res- resilient even on a terrible diet um, I watched I watched a thing the uh, a while ago and this was kind of my inspiration for the, this it was a video of some guy who was on a meat only diet and yeah. then after that I watched a video of someone not defending him, but giving a potential explanation for why he's feeling good. Because basically he was like, I just eat meat and I feel amazing. Oh, all I do is eat meat. And this other guy like, <laughs> broke it down. He was this, I think he's a guy who makes videos where he breaks down what other people are doing. And he was like, there is one thing that you can get out of this. And it's that it's one of the most extreme cutout diets that you can do. Because meat doesn't, like, doesn't even have that many nutrients in it compared to like vegetables and stuff so if you cut out everything potentially because you feel crap you're gonna cut out the thing that's gonna cause you to feel crap you're just feeling (laughs) crap in a different way now which is severe lack of everything else but like (laughs) there is a potential benefit that you're cutting everything out but then i think that's a thing that comes with lots of diets right like keto is where you don't eat carbs or something yeah it's like and your friend who's on that and saying like it her the husband like lost loads she lost quite a bit as well of like you just you saying it's weird because you just you can't you're not really eating a lot of veg at all like no bread or whatever and it's like yeah no carbs but you're eating like buttery greasy fatty foods constantly and it's like that's all you're allowed to eat is like greasy stuff and so like it feels like you're being really fat and bad but somehow you lose weight so i think it'll probably be a case of your body do you know the same way of if you start to fast, you know, I remember being told by a bodybuilder of like a, a sumo wrestler diet, or effectively where you fast all day, your body thinks you're needing to, you're not going to eating, so it puts you into a fasting mode, st- st- puts it into fat reserves rather than using it for energy. Then they have a huge meal, and they're like, cool, food, right. The body's like, I need to get all this food, put it straight into fat for later. 
So like I assume a keto diet may be working on the opposite of that where your body's like, I just need to metabolize everything because I do not need to worry about anything. And so then maybe it's going into this. I mean, that's, I, I do not. We're going to research it. To yeah, going to so research. You're gonna research find keto. Um, but yeah, I do think um, one thing if, for like bodybuilding of like, you always see the difference when somebody's trying to build muscle or trying to do this. First, they do all the exercises, they do all the regime, they do six hours a day, whatever. But always the last component in any like professional bodybuilder or athlete is always diet. The last thing, if oh. you're doing it, is the classic. Yeah, this, the you'll hit the like ceiling. Made in the kitchen. That was the. That was the yeah, the you'll hit the ceiling of how what you're able to do by working out, and after that, it's all diet. It's all how you work. You, you know, and like after that, it's all steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because some days someone go to the gym and be like, I just didn't feel very up for it. It's like it's because you diet more than likely. That's why you don't have the right energy because you ate the wrong food at the wrong time. Um, mm. Yeah, and then yeah, I think fasting is cool as well. And like, fasting's do, cool. Fasting's is it, is cool. You need to do it right because it shortens. So your telomeres was part of your DNA. Um, so they they're the rep, rep, so you think you know like little chromosomes like that. Uh, on the end of it are telomeres, and I think I was talking about um, a friend whose daughter's got a telomere disease. A disease of where your replicators are really short, which means you're kind of at the end of your life already. Um, so as you grow old, your telomeres start depleting down, and they're not able to replicate DNA as well. Well, it's a simplification, I guess. Um, but fasting actually stops them shortening as much, if you know what I mean. So with fasting, there was a, a Sikh man who ran, who's like 100 years old and he ran the marathon. And I was like, what's your secret? And part of it was part of his religion was for, to fast. And you do this for like fast for a day, or like once a month, something like that, dependent. So fasting can make you fat if you do it wrong. <laughs> um, but the other thing is it, yeah. it shortens. I can't remember the reason why or if people know why. You but can research it. Mm, but it, it stops your tel- uh, telomeres from uh, reducing down, so shortening. Uh, and that in, in turn increases effectively increases your life so it's actually a benefit to start fasting periodically uh, just to help you along make you a little bit older which is quite cool yeah well i i've heard of diets like the five two diet i've heard of is like you fast twice for two days a week and you eat normally for five i think and i've heard of a 16 8 diet where you fast for either eight or 16 hours and then you eat normally for the rest i feel like alistair you know a bit more than i do about diet plans (laughs) Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, this is, well, like, yeah, you definitely you're you're trying to condense your eating into as short a period as possible. So it's definitely the 16 hours fasting, eight hours eating. Um, ah, boring. So if, if, you, if you did it the other way around, it'd be a bit. It'd be great. <laughs> That'd be basically don't eat for eight hours, so sleep for eight sleep. hours, I guess. <laughs> I, think I already do that. that. I, think I already do. People pretty much do that anyway. So <laughs> just stop getting up in the middle of the night having snacks. You know? um, but no, yeah, the um, yeah, I think that the fasting principles are all pretty similar. It's just like giving your body a chance to. Um, like sort of heal itself which is what it should do anyway because obviously i, th- I think the, the, the sort of fundamental thing which just makes so much sense is, is that the sheer abundance of food we have now is is very new and very uh, in terms of our bodies how long our bodies have been doing what they've been doing and how much how long we've been stuffing them with food at every opportunity there's not much crossover there right so mm. when you think about you know i'm not i'm not, I'm not one, one to one to sort of massively romanticize um you know ancient humans and they, they, they were the pinnacle of all all health and everything else because I, I don't i don't necessarily believe that there's too, too much truth to that but i definitely think there is a lot to be said for just yeah constantly stuffing your face and never be like if you could say when were you when were you last hungry when were you last like properly hungry mm. probably couldn't couldn't even think <laughs> this right morning because i was hungry <laughs> <laughs> so I was famished but <laughs> you know true true hunger i've heard is not what i think it is if that makes sense 
none of us have ever experienced I, I would mm. say with fairly fairly you know some certainty that none of us have experienced proper hunger by any means yeah I mean one thing as well for like a funny thing if people usually I think I just thought it was a study being like people that really know the difference between most of the time when they're hungry or thirsty so a lot of times people will eat and be what? like no your body's telling you you're thirsty you just don't really know the difference between the two <laughs> uh, so it's a thing of like a lot of times diet advice would be like if you're feeling hungry, drink some water for first, because you may just be tricking yourself into thinking you're hungry and you're not. You're just thirsty. Um, yeah. Also, one thing, do you see about how varied our diets are? Of it's always funny for like um, for animals. You always think when you get a rabbit, they just have one type of food. And that's it. You just get you get rabbit food, and they're done. Guinea pigs, you get some guinea pig food, and if you like, you can feed them some salad or whatever. Um, yeah, but what's and- in that? You're like rabbit food's not just rabbit food grown on a tree like Humans, it is mate. a mixture <laughs> so, of stuff right just no, give them some but, humor, mate and they'll be but, fine this. <laughs> but do you know the thing of like, like dog food it's the idea you just give them one food for the rest of their life and then that's it that's got everything so we could have that a cup of porridge which should just have everything in it and we never need to eat anything else uh, and it's funny that like dealing with like say that's literally look, what Huel is branded as mate that's like that's the whole yeah. point of it so, yeah. I had a Huel milked it the other day from a service station because I was like oh we'll get some breakfast and I was like I'll try this and it was like the thickest protein shake I've had in my life and I was like this is actually having to like forcefully Gee. gulp it down and it didn't really quench my thirst as much as I wanted it to I think it's um, a drink it's food right it's, 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 it's food substitute yourself. mate so yeah it's oh no but it was in, in a bottle <laughs> wait I'm hungry or am I thirsty I know, I'll drink <laughs> some food that'll solve all my problems yeah, but, Heinz tomato soup <laughs> so but I, I okay. So I've do you got, think? Yeah. Oh, go on. Okay. I know. I've, I've written a few things. One was two things: chili and then calorie counting. So the calorie counting is, I think, it can be quite bad for people to get too like um, addicted to it kind of thing. But it's definitely one thing if we don't realize what we eat. And the calorie counting can be a thing of. I did it for a while at uni, and just realizing like when you write down everything you eat, and that's the biggest thing for a lot of people. I'd be like, they don't realize. Oh, you just you're snacking a lot throughout the day, and you don't realize. Like you're thinking, oh, I'm gonna just have the three meals while I'm putting on weight. It's like no. Look, you're eating food throughout the day. You just don't realize it. You're so eating when you food just... right now. <laughs> what? What? Uh, yeah. And the other thing for diet was chilies. Of you know, you think of like India and Asia, where they're like quite spicy foods, and that's kind of like you know that's that's part of the cuisine, the kind of the culture of spicy foods, mm. which all comes from chili. Um, that was originated in South America. That's where chilies are from. And it was the Portuguese, which then shipped it across the globe, all the way to Asia and India and places like that. I think that's mad. That's something which is so like iconic for a culture. They have other spices that aren't from South America. No, but do you like chilies? That's they were just early on. They were mm. shipped across the world and grown in other countries where they're able to do it. And they again, you like same with like broccoli. They're all broccoli, cauliflower, Brussels sprouts. You know, yeah, cabbage. They're all the same plant. They're just grown differently. True. So again, with chilies, and it's just that thing of yeah, radishes, peppers, uh, peppercorn. Well, that's it. Like, did blow my mind that. Um, tomatoes are from south america like you can't you could think of italian pizzas you know yeah like they always had tomato on them they didn't always have tomato on them that's it wasn't until south america was inverted commas discovered that tomatoes went around the world yeah and same with chilies i think it's mad yeah, and like corn cool. corn started off before it was like engineered as we did it a corn would have like eight kernels on it so when you think corn of the cob it's got hundreds it started off with about eight and they've just we've Small. just grown it to have hundreds and can you imagine how much of a pain it would be to like mm, just get the crop in mm, eight <laughs> i can have eight popcorn <laughs> used to right <laughs> yeah, a tin of sweet corn mate would be would be golden field 
Yeah, okay, so yeah. I've got a last question to ask you guys. Well, actually, no, I've got two questions. Um, have you considered that the number of meals you eat in the day is your own diet plan? Because it wasn't until recently that I found out that three isn't normal for everyone. I was like, mm. breakfast, lunch, dinner. That's just it. That's just how it's done. But that's just my culture and my upbringing, right? Do you guys yeah. adhere to three? Do you think that three is the correct? Do you think there's better? What do you guys think? I mean, mine's changed quite a lot since I've been living by myself now. So I definitely don't have three anymore. I definitely have at least sort of four or five. Um, but yeah, no, which I, I prefer. But um, yeah, no, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's definitely, I think there's more. I think, I, I personally, I think, I, for me, I think, again, the, the thing I come back to, same with that similar thing about how very it is, it's all so, so, so different for different people that, I've tried diets. My friends have said that they've been like they've they've really like you know really worked well for them and they've tried different things. So I think absolutely just experiment different ones and then see because there's, there's I guarantee even no matter what you read or what you hear about something it, you you won't know until you actually try it how uh, what it's actually going to be like. So yeah. So you think that mm. we should be trying to find a diet plan that works rather than just doing Not, what we're I mean, doing? It completely depends how much you care about. Like, personally, I, yeah, I care about it quite a lot. So I do try different ones and I do different things, but. And I just love eating as well. <laughs> I just absolutely, honestly, I just love eating. I think it's, yeah. It's like, you know, I mean, my friend used to do like food crawls, not, not, not pub crawls, you know, go around like restaurants and just do like food crawls around. Yeah, that's great. Really Could you say you really live to eat? Because we definitely do. I mean, yeah. Or we I, die. I, I would say. Put, put on, you know. But no, I, yeah, I definitely, you know, yeah, I really, really enjoy eating. So I've done, yeah, like I said, I've, tried, I've tried a fair few different, different diets out for, you know. Oh, wow. Okay, we'll definitely have to ask you a little bit about a few of those in a sec. Johnny, I just mm. wanted to ask, have you tried any diet plans? Um, I like to, uh, the same about the three meals, I like to live in the illusion that I have three meals a day. Um, it's more like, you know, you have your main three meals and then you snack in the day. But I guess technically you could say it's good for metabolism because your body's thinking, cool, I've got loads of food. Um, or you just, again, another illusion to think if you eat more food, you're going to lose weight. Nah. <laughs> Eat more um, food, you lose weight. Or like increase your metabolism. So if you oh, have right. smaller meals, but more often, it's better than well. Again, you say better as we're saying. Like there's so many million one different diets. Um, I've definitely tried different diets. So vegetarian, vegan, pescetarian, and like just on the fly or whatever. But nothing too. I've fasted occasionally as well. Um, but nothing particularly like. I know there's a a diet a diabetic. Uh, uh, diet you can do so um so type 2 diabetes is purely from diet um it's a case of if somebody says it's not it is um and there's a nhs thing which is again the nhs is not a hundred percent not everyone's in the loop in the nhs so a lot of places we won't know about this thing but there's a it'll slowly take its while to pass around but as a diet and i think obviously if someone's going to do it you've got to look up first i think it's a 500 calorie diet or something like that and it's where you Jeez. it's a 500 effectively within a couple of months you can reverse type 2 diabetes purely through diet alone and it's like a case of also diabetes makes you go blind when you're older it just makes you go blind if you've got type 1 diabetes you will go blind when you're old but that's just a bit not your fault. Type no it's not your fault. Is your fault type 2 is your fault <laughs> um but yeah so type 2 you can there's a diet I mean, couple of three-year-old kids has got it in which case <laughs> it's your parents fault <laughs> yeah, yeah. One, one but yeah it's my thing of weight it's a really strict diet it probably feels horrible but it can reverse type 2 diabetes i think in serious cases you'd be like no we need to stop you from dying um also another fun fact uh, they didn't believe that kids could get type 2 diabetes because they were like no kids are too active like back in 50 years ago or whatever like kids are too active having too much fun you can't make them fat um, well, we proved them wrong. You can totally give kids d- type 2 diabetes. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. 
No, I only know this because I edited it today, but you said the exact same point in the memory episode. Yeah, I did, didn't I? I know, I did. Yeah. I was like, I've heard this like three times now. Yeah, yeah, you, I bet you have. It's a okay, great fact. Well, guys, um, we're going to wrap it up for the first half of just like, there's a nice little introduction into what you guys thought about diets. Your homework is, of course, you got to go and find out some wacky diets. you got to try Maybe... seven different diets throughout the week. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I was considering asking you guys to actually try a diet, but that might be too difficult if you can have a chance. But I don't think it'd make much difference, would it? It's like, tried vegetarianism. For yep. one week. <laughs> for, for a week. It's a um, carnival for a week, mate. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like you come it's... back pale. <laughs> Fast for a week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you, you could survive. It's a breathitarian for a You wouldn't week. die. Famished. Yeah, so if you guys could find a, maybe a, a meal plan that you think is a good idea and one that you think is just nuts or whatever. Like, find something interesting about dieting. I'm going to also look into maybe some um, religious diet plans and also the fact that it all really, does it just depend on your genetics? But it might actually all be nonsense and you're born with the way that you're going to digest food and you're going to die that way and you're lucky <laughs> if you end up eating the right way. <laughs> during that <laughs> brief intermittent period if you enjoyed what you put in your mouth yeah you're probably doing it right yeah. yeah so anyway thanks for joining us for the first half um we'll leave these two to go away and find out what they don't know yet and we'll join you after the break <laughs> hello and welcome back to part two of no idea yet as you know, we've gone away for a week and you've, we've researched a few things, found out what it was that we didn't know, and we're going to impart that knowledge on you guys. So, joining me, as you know, is Jonathan and Alistair, and we're going to find out the wisdom that they have collected over the past few days. We're talking about diets. Do you think they so, forgot that during, in between the five seconds they just had? Yeah. Was, it's I, not I, more I, than, yeah. it's more than five seconds. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, is he assuming that everyone listens to every single episode? Like, they know that, but also they've listened to the first half, probably. So, you know. No, probably so, it's in one session, they'll be. <laughs> I want you to keep this in. <laughs> I always just say, welcome us back. I think that works well. I think you'll notice. Anywhere. I think you'll notice that we all have our own episodes and you can go and do whatever it is that you want to do in your episodes. And I can do what I want with mine. <laughs> yeah, close one. Um. Anyway. So now that we're back, I was just wondering who it was that wants to go first. I'm sure you guys have been fasting away or eating just, I don't know, cookies or fruit or whatever it is that you decided to eat for your little diet attempt. Alistair, would you like to go first with just letting us know a little bit about what you looked into? I mean, I'm a little bit peckish. I haven't eaten in the last seven days, so... <laughs> oh, you went for the, you went for the diet of starving. I did, in fact, eat some food. Um... Yeah, I mean, in terms of the looking up crazy ones, there are some some pretty amusing ones. Um, the baby food diet is quite amusing. Just uh, wait, that one. what? It's what? The baby wait, food is diet. this just all mashed up? It's just like yeah, you eat baby food for however long you want. I think a lot of things. I think it's funny when as soon as you the the association that is led from the word diet is always restriction, right? And it's all like what what you can't have and everything else. Whereas actually, I think one of the the big keys and one of something I I was told by someone who's uh, a qualified dietitian I actually spoke to this week. In, uh, in preparation for this um, she was saying that yeah it's actually if you can think of it as a lifestyle rather than a diet then you'll be far more successful which is one of the little keys which is yeah it sounds a little bit like you know like oh yeah it's easy, easy sounds done, a bit but... um, also kind of a bit what, what would you call it 
not cliquey. Um, kind of that's kind of the vibe that it was, there was. I was thinking more cultish, actually. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, like health mate is a cult. It's a really, really fun cult to be part of. Yeah. A health cult. Looking after your meat mech cult. But don't you find it funny that like a diet, the whole concept of it is like t- really at this basis is to make you healthier, right? But people take it way beyond that. Like it's it's like your it's your purpose for being. It's like you are part of this group of people who only eats this and therefore like you are part of this group rather than you're doing it for the benefit of yourself. I think oh, yeah, I, I think that's not really where she was going. I think I, I do agree with you. I said there's very much a thing of like, okay, veganism, they're all gonna, you know, this is a thing that we all do together and we, we feel really, it's a really big part of our identity. I think what Elena, the, um, the dietitian I was speaking to about this, uh, was kind of more going for was that it's, if you can just incorporate it to be part of your lifestyle so that you don't really think about it as much and you just kind of do it and it's kind of your ethos within your head, just for you, it doesn't need to be a, a whole group yeah, thing. Don't think of it as a diet, think yeah. of it as a lifestyle change because exactly. then it means you'll keep doing it and it won't be, oh, I finished my diet now. It's like, yeah. no, you're not meant to finish the diet, you're meant yeah. to start <laughs> living healthy. Exactly. Ah. Uh, so do you think like maybe if you, if you made the way that you eat the same way that you made brushing your teeth, then it would just be like, this is the way you do it. Like, it's, just, it's just what you do, right? That's it, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Also, I'm, I'm just never a big fan of anything of where somebody's personality is defined by one individual thing. It's like, <laughs> come on, you're more varied than that. Yeah. Um, no, I, I wear red. That's just my thing. <laughs> I wear red. Oh, that's good. I mean, you can't hold a conversation for more than 10 minutes if you're just talking about red. <laughs> Um, then we forgot the main thing as well. Oh, the sorry, uh, jo- Johnny. Um, do you mind if I ask uh, Johnny? Um, did you find the definition of a diet? Of course, I did. Um, the first part was the kinds of food that a person, animal, or community habitually eats. That's it. Just diet. Like, what's 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 that animal's diet? Plants. Uh, second one. That's food. Edib- edible things. <laughs> On the edible things um, diet, it's going really well. <laughs> the the second part of definition was a special course of food to which a person restricts themselves either to lose weight or for medical reasons. And I think as well, you're saying about mm, um, never thought of medical. You do yeah, it too. I thought there'd be way more than that, but yeah. Sorry, well, yeah, but I guess it's oh, you can probably expand it. Um, you know the thing of like you think it's to to be healthier, but sometimes it's not. It's like you know you don't actually be like um, I looked at the keto diet and stuff like that, and like it's not sometimes people go on a diet not because it's healthy it's just because it gets them to where they want to be like the one weird diet i heard of was the cotton ball diet and so what i, I don't know how much traction it actually got but it got reported on in 2014 and it's where you eat up to five cotton balls a day soaked in orange or lemon juice it trended in the modeling industry and surprise surprise you can die <laughs> <laughs> and it's effectively an eating disorder like anorexia because it's like you're trying to fill yourself up on cotton buds which are inedible and they can cause blockages and whatever and it's like yeah it's not safe oh. but yeah apparently that was a thing for a bit uh, the other one was um, in the 1920s uh, doctors uh, to help you lose weight prescribe cigarettes and say to stave off hunger they'd be like yeah if you're feeling hungry just have a cig and um, yeah you'll, you'll lose weight in no time and that's what doctors said which I think is hilarious I mean we're, we're not I did, uh, to be fair, like I mean, dying is a the ultimate diet, right? I mean, I mean, look d- how thin it, those. It's, it's got you, the word you know, "die" in it, so you know. They're skeletons <laughs> in graves, and that's as thin as you can get. Because <laughs> I definitely looked up things like the raw diet, where like just eating things only raw, 
And it's not just meat, reason, which already is bad. I can't imagine but... that you cut it up. It's all like raw as in like whole broccoli. And like, you don't cut it up. It's <laughs> yeah, you just got to bite into it. There was some roadkill, like so potatoes. I just went to town with it. <laughs> Pulled in my car but, and was like, you know what that was. Yeah, so you, just, you just fucking chew on anything and it'll... <laughs> that's it. That's that's the cooking done. Um, there was also one that I saw that was also kind of deadly. That was the whole 30. It was like... For one month, you, you give up sugar, alcohol, grains, legumes, dairy, and basically Jeez. everything. And it's like the idea is that it, it, it gets rid of everything that messes up your met- metabolic metabolic pardon me, systems. But the problem is that the side effect is that you get extreme constipation <laughs> because you're not eating any fiber at all. And the end up is that you can actually clog yourself up till you die. Is that like the thing of where you're like, right, we killed all the germs on your body, so you should be healthy now? And it's like, no, but you need germs to live. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that does sound like you're trying to solve a problem that actually isn't a problem. Like, and it, I, I had a friend. Who, who's that gone? I was going to say, I had a friend who did a, like the no sugar diet where you have no white sugar. So you have like fruits and stuff, but nothing which is artificial sugar. And he said, you are. He said he got the shakes from doing it for the first start of a way. Like you don't realize one how much food you have to actually cut out to not have any kind of like artificial sugar. And he said it was like he felt awful. He said I did it for two weeks. I think his wife did it for like a month or something. And he said honestly, I just felt a bit awful at the end of it. And it didn't. Like, it's just something hard to do, and it makes you feel terrible because your body's just so used to it. It's like oh, coming off something. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I feel like there's a lot of like, similar, similar. I guess it's sort of solving problems that aren't, aren't problems kind of thing, right? It's sort of yeah. like the thing about like all these cleanses. Yeah, I think people have this kind of analogy in their head, or that your body is like a, like you know, like temple. Like a, like a, no, 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 your body like doesn't work. Of, like a, like, a, like a gutter or you know, the pipes in your body can just get blocked up and so you've got to got to clear them out it's like no <laughs> your pipes you know, don't get blocked up with food like you just, you just it just passes through it's the whole point yeah your body's yeah. specifically designed yeah, to do not, everything for like, you oh, there's, there's a blockage like there is in it it's, it's all, you know, like, well that was something interesting that like, i read about leaves it up, uh, like, the gutter of my body like, no, I, I read a little bit about cleanses because a lot of diets claim to cleanse and this definitely ties in with what you guys are saying and Generally, what I found uh, there's a couple of papers, but I haven't. I'll have to. I could put them in the show notes. Was just that whenever you go for a wee or a poo after three days, by that point your body's inverted commas cleansed itself. Like there's there's not much more you can do yeah. beyond that, other than actual yeah, other than change like. your actual full diet and blah blah blah. But the point is that if you try and have a drink that cleanses you. It, that doesn't do anything because by the time that you drink it and it sits in you and then you have a wee, you haven't cleansed anything. You've just maybe given yourself a few extra nutrients. There's no actual, like like you said, like there's no pipe cleaning effect where mm. everything's pushed out of your veins. I, I saw it, I think it was a TikTok or something. So I don't, don't you know, it's not like the word of wisdom. Ah, yes. I think it was like a fact. <laughs> I think it was, I think it was a doctor. Research today this week on TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was a doctor who was making a joke about the idea of like, he said new like medical students are like, oh, drinking lots of water. But, oh, you know, I'm trying to drink as much water as possible. It's like, do you not believe in homeostasis or your liver functions and kidneys? And it's like, your body will tell you when it's thirsty. And you, like, I think it's like, I guess it's the idea of everyone's like, drink as much water as you possibly can. But usually... Your body will tell you when you're thirsty, and that's how your body functions as a work. But didn't you say you just like literally what I'll do was about that pick up like a two liter bottle of water and start chugging it? It made me thirsty. But didn't Johnny? You mentioned in the first half how 
yeah, people totally. don't know often the difference between thirst yeah. and hunger. Yeah, so. I definitely. Yeah, so that's definitely one thing of like I think as well. It's because more of a case of I think you have to tell people to drink water because people do not look after their bodies properly and trick it into being like, yeah, I'll just have like really bad drinks only kind of thing. Um, I have a donut. I'm, hung- I'm thirsty, but I'll have a donut just because, you know. Like, and no you'll you satiate part of that. Um, ooh, I'm feeling been... something. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> the the NHS diabetic reversal diet, which I talked about, it was 800 calories a day. And I saw a video of somebody who tried it. And I was like, I just feel so unwell and bad. And, like, it's just not safe. But the idea is, like, yeah, but diabetes is worse than what is going to be, like, a month's worth of feeling a bit crappy because you're not eating enough food. Mm. Um, but, like, to hugely reverse the effects of, like, losing your legs or going blind. Um, well, okay, so to, just to bring the point back to different diets um, and tying with what you just said, I looked up a few interesting diets, just just not ones that I thought were particularly extreme, just ones that I thought were interesting. And one of them that popped up was the Atkins diet. Now, the Atkins diet has been around since the 1970s, and it's got Whoa. four stages where you, you slowly bring yourself back to eating carbohydrates. It's kind of tied in with the keto diet. And the way the Atkins diet is, is that you have 20 grams of carbohydrates a day for the first stage. And then for every subsequent stage, you add another five grams of carbohydrates. Okay, and add in a fact here. To help. No, you can't. So it's no, related. No. <laughs> it's about, so what, to see what a carb is, a gram of carb, a medium banana is 27 grams of carbs. A medium banana. So having reducing 20 carbs a day, that's just yeah there you go not a whole banana a medium large and small banana big banana a big banana is one kilo of carbs <laughs> um well okay. anyway i did have those facts anyway thank you very much so three slices of bread easily covers 20 grams of carbs and one potato easily covers uh, 20 grams of carbs but thank you for that um pota- that banana analogy <laughs> and he just use it you stole <laughs> you got in but yes the point was that this was a diet on like watching your weight and the thing is that this also tied in with people with their keto diet uh where they kind of like don't eat any carbs and also ties in with the weight watchers diet which i didn't realize was a thing like weight watchers i thought was just kind of like a a, a company but it turns out that what weight watchers the concept is that you actually watch how much you eat by literally weighing it like i thought that was a joke um, so you actually weigh what you're, you're eating and you measure up, oh, I've had this many proteins and this many carbs today. And obviously, well, I say obviously, but I mean, maybe I'm being cynical here, but I feel like it's different for different people. But for them, it, the idea is that you, you measure it and you make sure that you don't consume too much for each day. I'm wondering what you guys found out for your diets, because this was this was an Atkins app from the 1970s and apparently it worked. But I mean, the thing is that people all over the place are saying, oh, this is the best thing ever and this is the worst thing ever. What guy, What did you guys find for random diets I, I went around the world? I went to keto and, um, and it was... what The first, this is on Harvard Health um, website and what was mad, the keto diet, so this is from August 2020, uh, it was prim- is primarily used to help reduce the frequency of epileptic seizures in children. And has been tried for weight loss, but only short-term studies. And I was like, what? That's not what I knew of it at all. Epileptic seizures in kids. Like, what? They're, gonna, only... they're too fat. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's absolutely mad. But what it is, is like what a keto is. So the diet aims to force your body away from glucose, from carbohydrates, and instead use ketone bodies, 
I don't know what those are, but there's something. <laughs> um, I can, can um, I just quickly fill in here? The, the idea of ketones is that when you don't eat carbs, you your body digests the proteins in your body to ketones. That's the concept. Uh, it, it, all I've got is it's a type of fuel that the liver produces from stored fats. So that's yeah, the thing that, of like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, and apparently it can be tricky because if you de- when you deprive yourself of carbs, yeah, you have to deprive yourself of carbs less than 20 to 50 grams. And that's the thing of like... it's. A banana is 27 grams. So, like, having one banana is all you can what have for a day. What size banana? <laughs> uh, medium. Um, and it takes a few days to reach a state of ketosis. And too much protein can interfere with it, which feels like... So, some healthy and saturated fats um, allowed, i.e. nuts, seeds, avocados, olive oil, etc. But what they really like is saturated fats. And that's lard, butter, palm oil and they're encouraged in high amounts and my friend who did it she was like yeah we just have to cook loads of like bacon with butter and like really greasy stuff um and it does work because i guess it's just going for your fat reserves rather than anything else uh, but the risks are nutritional deficiency um uh, kidney problems constipation fuzzy thinking and mood swings bad cholesterol um, so there's quite a few things which is kind of like not the best thing. Uh, there's another problem I have, but I can't read it. Uh, liver problems. That was it. That's a big one as well. So yeah, the keto diet probably does work. Don't know about long-term studies, but mainly it's for kids with epilepsy. Which is that is actually really interesting. Um, Alison, did you have something to say? Um, yeah, I mean, I had, I had the stuff I'd looked up on this this weekend that was what I, like I said, this, this dietitian I spoke to. Um, I feel like yeah, I, I, I agree with John on that. So, you know, he's, he's covered that pretty well. I didn't, I also didn't, didn't know about the, the kids of the epilepsy thing. That's, yeah, that's, 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 that's the whole point. Eh? I just thought that um, just for the concept, I don't know, for the, for the knowledge, I guess. Does anyone, do you guys know before I reveal all, I think you do, the difference between unsaturated and saturated fats? Um, I feel at some point I have, but I'm going to say. I'm not going to pretend like I do. I'm going to say, no, I don't. I should do. I feel at one point I have learned that. Something to do with we, how... Like, we did learn it. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we did learn Little it. tiny arms or something. <laughs> <laughs> little T-Rexes eat the butter and some do and some don't. But yeah, exactly. Um, it's, it's, how, it's sort of how your body processes it, right? But I, yeah, I, I couldn't tell you. The, top, like, the official um, definition of tomato. Go, Freddie. Well, I mean... I didn't. I didn't actually research this point specifically. I'm just. I just realised as you're co- talking about this that maybe it's important to just highlight that the concept of high sat like saturated fats and unsaturated fats is not like ah oh, because doesn't it doesn't it have like a a mental image right saturated like if you're holding something it's saturated like if I said to you here's Spons a chip it's saturated in fat and this one's unsaturated mm. it makes you think like it is it's a mental image but really saturated just means that it's got a lot of bonds to carbon i think or is it hydrogen i can't remember and it's just it's just the way that molecules bonded and that the way that it's bonded puts a lot of bends in the molecule which means that it can't actually have a lot of them in the, in close proximity so it makes it low density and that's what um the bad inverted commas fats are which is low density lipoproteins which is when you have like they they're not very close to each other so that when they're in your blood they 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 thicken it because they they can't get close to each other whereas high density lipoproteins can get close to each other and these are the unsaturated fats and now i feel like i should have researched this more (laughs) before i started rambling about it 
thick and thin, isn't it? You know, one can like slip past stuff, whereas the other maybe can't. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, the thin ones like... make you thick, and the thin ones make you thin, and that's what we need to know. <laughs> yeah. Thanks. So the I point about gin, gin. Oh yeah, oh. go for it. Oh, just just to finish off, the point is that the low density lipoproteins, the ones that can't get close to each other, which are bad, is because because they can't, they thicken out in your um, in your veins and your arteries, and they're the ones that cause cholesterol. They're the ones that cause heart disease, like risk factors that like they block stuff, and it's basically just their shape. It's not really the food or the chemical. The high in your head, it's like ah. Oh, crap this is this is this is killing me because i'm eating bad chemicals it's not it's just because because you're eating them in such high amounts they're blocking up your arteries that's not actually the bad part it's just that you're you're eating them in high amounts if you eat them in small amounts or you just eat them in in like a a regular diet you're going to be fine the the chemicals that they make up aren't bad it's just that i mean I don't know, like playing football and getting a kick in the shins isn't a bad thing. You're just playing football. But if you just stand there and someone kicks you in the shins 200 times, <laughs> you're going to have a bad time. <laughs> like, moderation. It's, it's, it's a yeah. moderation. Everything yeah, so, moderation. Uh, anyway, rant over. Continue, yeah. please. Sorry. I, I, I looked up a bit about genetics and environmental, and apparently to date there's more than 400 different genes which have implicated in the causes of overweight or obesity, although only a handful appear to be major players. And the biggest thing it came down to what genes can affect is your appetite, your food craving, your satiety or satiety, effectively how full you full get, you feel, yeah. uh, body fat distribution, metabolism, and the tendency for stress eating. Um, so, so it's everything. And, <laughs> yeah, but so those are the things of what can help with the overweight. It's not, it doesn't even, yeah. And then the strength of although the thing of like okay this is interesting like, strength of genetic influence on weight uh, disorders varies from person to person. I wonder how much it varies from some um, some people it's twenty five percent they're affected by genes to be overweight. Others it's seventy to eighty percent. So it's really like a mixed bag. It's you know, like, like everything. You have no choice. <laughs> yeah, there's no like yeah you're either gonna be heavily affected or not heavily affected and yeah. Yeah. Fair play. I've got I one more thing to look over when you as, as someone who's not uh, yeah so yeah it's probably the easiest thing to overlook sorry but yeah mm, yeah um, I, I looked up uh, Ramadan because we looked at religious diets ah uh, yeah that's that's very interesting please do tell us yeah so it's no food or drink um, also it's including like smoking drinking and sex I'm assuming that food and drinks the main one though um, and that's during daylight hours um, and it's a month long. Uh, the reason why, because I was like, well, why do they days, celebrate? Yeah, 40 days. There we go. A month. It's a bit longer than a month. Know, it's like Lent, isn't it? Um, but I was like, why do they actually celebrate it? And apparently it's one of the five pillars of Islam, which is faith, pra- um, faith praying, charity, um, fasting, and pilgrimage to Mecca. That's like one of their pillars. So I feel that's probably a really big thing for Muslims. Um, and... In, I remember Abby saying in some places, like when she's living in Dubai, some people are really strict with it to the point they have they swallow nothing, so they'll spit during the day. So it's a case of like, if I've you see people this. spitting, yeah. it's because they don't imbibe anything, which I think is mad. And one cool thing I saw, yeah, which is great, is was um, I was looking it up and it was I had a thing for like uh, it was food and fitness plans for Ramadan. And like it, because we always think of stuff of being a bit more like traditional old school. And this was a case of being like, yeah, be fit and healthy during Ramadan. And it's like, you could do these practices, eat this food. And it's like a kind of a cool thing I really liked. Um, and then at the end of it is Eid al Fitur. Um, it's a festival. Um, and kind of, it's the, they go nuts kind of thing. So it's like celebration and reflection. 
they say Eid um, Mubarak, I think, which is Blessed Eid. Um, yeah, and it falls on the ninth lunar month, and that's when the Quran was first revealed to the Prophet Muhammad. Um, and they have the lunar calendar, and we have the solar cal- calendar. Lunar's 13 months, solar's 12. At some point, probably the Romans, they decided to swap it. They were like, right, I know we've always been going on the moon, but why don't we go on the sun instead? That's a, a cool other fact. So there you go, Ramadan. Yeah. And it's yeah, yeah, the, other, the other big thing with Ramadan that's like makes it a bit tricky in, in a lot of cases, depending on where you are in the world, i.e. if you're further north and your days are a lot, lot longer... <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and if you're yeah. like, as it is, I mean, Ramadan would be completely impossible if you were living like in the Arctic Circle, right? Yeah, you just die. <laughs> you, just, you can't eat for you can't do anything for forty days, and the sun doesn't set for those forty days. You're like, ah, well, have you said as well? It was great. It, it, it wasn't founded in, in, in you know in the northern countries for, <laughs> yeah. for good uh, because because it's the, in the lunar month, it changes the season. So sometimes it'll be summer, sometimes it's winter. So like summer Winter, is hard. Winter's pretty easy. <laughs> winter's yeah. easier. Like you know, yeah. it ends at three. You're like four o'clock. Whereas like yeah. in the summer, it's like you know, it can end at ten and the sun comes up at three. So they just have to stay up and they have like a, yeah. a meal and stuff. But saying like in Dubai at certain times, you'd she said that it was great because you'd finish school early because effectively being like no one's eating or drinking, so it's just go home, kids, kind of thing. Um, and yeah, also it gets quite dangerous in some places with like driving because everyone's dehydrated and hungry in hot countries. Mm. Um, My first introduction to it was actually the people I live with. And like I said to you guys, I think it was just like, oh, um, do you guys like drink water? And they're like, no. And I was like, what? But we're playing football tonight. And you're like, they're like, yeah. <laughs> and the concept of playing football without drinking water. And yet yeah, you could. And they kind of made me think at the time about the limitations of the human body and really we never pushed ourselves to that limit do we and yes it's understandable that you like with anything with any machine that if you just randomly push it to its extremes one day without any preparation it's going to have a bad time but if you prepare for it you can actually stretch it and push it very far i mean I don't know about you guys, but if I made you do the splits right now, you might tear parts of your limbs. But if you work up to it, you can do it. And it's just amazing what the human body is capable of if you train for it. That's all I was just going to say about that. Yeah. Right. Anyway, is there anything else that you guys wanted to mention about diets? I I was going to say how leave in as much as as, as, as you want, but I was just going to play the recording. It's a couple of minutes of... um, of, this, of, of the pearls of wisdom that I got from this dietitian today. Could we have it of where we can like? Could, could you, you can put edit it into one thing? So yeah, we'll I can edit, edit it in. in. You do what's right. It'll yeah. sound better. Oh, yeah, I'll just I'll upload it. Actually, that's a good. Okay, Alice. Anyway. Alice, Alice, wait, wait, Alice. Can you give an introduction to it now, and we record that, and then and then you send it to me. I'll clutter in as being played, and then afterwards we can talk about it. Does that sound? Does that make sense? I um I did record the. Uh, the, 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 um, the chat I had with the dietitian this week and um, so yeah we're going to play that for you guys now uh, it's a couple of minutes so yeah enjoy so this week I did actually speak to a dietitian and um, she, gave, she gave us the pearls of wisdom and it was mainly focused on supplementation and how to do it right how to do it wrong and then she went on a little bit after um, so we'll, we'll play it for you now so the big four are probiotics vitamin D um, let me just get my list up before I forget it. Vitamin D, B complex vitamins. Yep. And uh, 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 where are we? Uh, Omega three fatty acids. Does that fall? 
probiotics, yeah. vitamin D, omega-3 fatty acids, and B-complex, yes. B-complex, yes. So they're the, is this supplements you, you, so you take in yeah. the form of vitamins or, or just things that you need to be so aware of getting So those supplements everybody should be taking. Yeah. Um, and part of the reason we should be supplementing is that the nutrient content of the soil has been depleted by about 40% since oh, really? our grandparents' time. I don't know. So when you think you're eating a great organic carrot, you are, but that organic carrot has only got about 60% of what oh, wow. our grandparents' organic carrot had. Interesting. So everybody should be taking supplements. Yeah. And they don't have to be expensive, but what you want to avoid is going for that, oh, it's a multivitamin, I'll have that. Yeah. Because a lot of supplements... Uh, a lot of um, vitamins and minerals will cancel each other out or create deficiencies if you if you try and take them all in one go. Oh really? So to start with, everybody should be doing, taking that that lot. Um, and then yeah, so that's that's my pearl of wisdom: is supplements are important. That's very good. Thank you very much. If you are really interested in this, it's definitely worth going to a naturopath, and they do a full blood test for you, and then you can basically get the so there's quite a few vitamins that everyone should be taking which is what she just talked about there, those four main ones um however it's yeah, probiotics vitamin d vitamin the, the k vitamin so the b, b b vitamins d vitamins and um omega-3 fatty acids not omega-6 because we get too many of those apparently um and yeah and so we but if you if you then want to go further in depth into that kind of supplementation you definitely need to like have, have your blood tested and see what's and your gut ideally and then sort of see what's going on for you specifically have your MOT effectively exactly. <laughs> MOT for your that is what it is so. <laughs> yeah. I have to say I'm, I'm curious about the idea of a blood test only because I feel like your blood changes a lot throughout the day let alone a week like, I mean, it's it... pumping sometimes it's in my heart other times it's in my <laughs> feet and I feel like it's changing loads <laughs> <laughs> yes, but Johnny, if you and I had a competition where we had to eat 10 burgers in 10 minutes, for example, that we've definitely oh, never no. done, do you hot. not think that your blood that day would be a little bit different from your blood the next day where you ate two vegetables and had a can of baked beans? <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just imagining two carrots for the whole day and a can of baked beans and nothing else. We've, we've um, all been there. <laughs> But yeah, Freddy, you would... mentioned the Freddy diet that you did for this entire week. <laughs> Beans and veg. Freddy diet was getting hold of as much food as I could without having to actually cook it. <laughs> Where, you know, <laughs> like, you're just hoping that other people give you their scraps because I'm lazy as balls. <laughs> um, I, I, to, to, to go from what she's saying, though, the, the, the soil thing is really cool. Because yeah, that of, was um, cool. Soil... Um, uh, soil what's he called it? soil biodiversity it soil diversity is a huge issue like we're like soil types are going extinct and it's a really big thing mm. that no one really knows about well they do but it's really no one cares because it's soil <laughs> um, but it's, okay, so... save the soil save the earth man save the earth has a new meaning <laughs> totally and the, like that thing of you know, like soils become like not you know deficient effectively and you're just burning them out like you know like an engine effectively you keep mm. running over and over um but yeah, absolutely mad that. That's crazy. Yeah, that definitely made me think. I mean, you, you, you can see, like, it kind of ties in with the idea that, I don't know if it's true, but the idea that you're, when you buy salmon from the supermarket, because it's farmed salmon often, it's just dyed pink to make it look pink. Like, you think you're just Someone eating just as good. Conspiracy. <laughs> yeah, you're just thinking that the, the food you eat is the same as any other food, right? So like the lady, like your friend said. Um, Alona. Alona, um, great to hear from her. Hmm. It's like, oh, if like just because you think you're eating these vegetables from the soil like yes they might 
taste similar because you know you can't taste the difference but actually they're depleted in important minerals and ions that you you wouldn't have no concept you're like i'm eating a carrot carrots are good as a carrot right well no because this carrot's been grown in like terrible soil it's been grown in like dirt from the road not actual healthy growing tarmac <laughs> classic like, classic tarmac I guess it's that thing of it'll look the same but what's inside it isn't so like oh it tastes great it looks great it's like yeah it does but actually nutritionally there's nothing in it it's just like it was able to grow and do the thing and create the shell that it is but actually what's inside it it's able to do that with less nutrients than is ideal kind of thing which is just oh, you, mad. you guys have got to you got to have that that Filter. moment where you had a beef tomato and you're like, whoa, that tomato is massive. I'm so excited to eat it. And it tastes like water. <laughs> it's just, oh, yeah, it's just totally. you're like, this is not a tomato. This is just a ball of red this water. Is a, tomato, a red water balloon. <laughs> yeah. It, it has nothing to it. Yeah. But, okay. Mm. So to tie us all off, is there anything that you guys have thought that you might change about your diets before we say goodbye this week? Um. Uh, for um, overly manufactured foods, watched a documentary saying like um, anything, effectively anything which has an ingredients list with more than like five items is overly processed food, um, and it is the majority of our diets at the moment. And it's they're still doing studies on it, but they're kind of thinking like it's the next thing to really try to not have as many and have more like natural foods mm. which don't have. Yeah, if you've got over like five ingredients in an item, it means it's overly manu- processed and they're still mm. finding things of why stuff that tastes really really nice makes you want to eat more and links to obesity especially with kids and stuff like that because you know like when you cook food you may add a bit of salt later or maybe have it on your table because it's not just right whereas you know like mcdonald's they can taste test things with hordes of people to make sure that everyone is exactly the same and exactly makes you craving and wanting more and that called a bliss point but yeah so definitely more of a case of Taking a lot of stuff out of jars and packets and whatever, and just more, yeah. That bliss point was kind of that hit home weirdly. Mm. <laughs> like yeah, bliss yeah, point. Yeah, because a great book your food. Salt, salt, sugar, fat about that. Basically, just like all processed food has just thousands of man hours of of effort put into having it the perfect balance between salt, sugar, and fat, and all all these things, and it just makes it just taste so good. And that yes, our yeah. brains and our taste buds just like yes, more of that, please. And it health is so low on their list of concerns <laughs> that it's like moorishness and. Cheap, cheaper producing all these sort of things so like oh. crisps is a great example because it's just like they're just perfect they're so specifically engineered to be as moorish and delicious as possible with no concern for <laughs> whatsoever like, like, like it's, if, if it even makes the list it'd be amazing but it's, yeah, it's so low down yeah that and is it's, fantastic like the concept of crisps you, you nailed it on that one well yeah okay thank you very much for listening to us this week we've been talking about diets and I hope that you've taken again. something <laughs> I'm the host. I get to close it however I like. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us this week. We've been talking about diets. I hope that potentially you've learned something that may or may not have changed your diet for the better. I've been Freddie. I'm here with Jonathan Alistair. And you'll hear us again next week. Bye.